Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Robert teaches through God's Word. to be serious and watchful serious and watchful in our praying it doesn't mean that that our prayers have to be serious and that we have to be all somber that we have to pray long prayers or you know or say it just right or or that we need to meet every day and pray or meet every week and pray and have prayer meetings and what he's talking about is as you're going through your day are you talking to him are you serious about that are you serious about talking to your father In today's message from Pastor Robert, he teaches us that we are living in the end times and it's important that we take our relationship with the Lord seriously. As Christians, we need to be serious in meeting with our Father every day and praying to Him. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now let's turn to chapter 4 of 1 Peter and join Pastor Robert with part 2 of today's message. We, as a race, you know, the human beings, we're running out of time. We need to be serious and watchful. Serious and watchful in our praying. It doesn't mean that, that our prayers have to be serious and that we have to be all somber, or that we have to pray long prayers or, you know, or say it just right or... Or that we need to meet every day and pray, or meet every week and pray, and have prayer meetings. And What he's talking about is as you're going through your day, are you talking to him? Are you serious about that? Are you serious about talking to your father every day about whatever? That's what he's talking about. And watchful. Watchful. But see, what he's telling us here is pay attention to things like that. Are you watchful in your prayers? Are you watchful in your prayers? Are you serious about your prayers? That's what he's talking about. 1 Thessalonians 5.17 instructs us to pray without ceasing. Pray without ceasing. Now all that, it's, he's not saying that you should be walking around on your knees, you know, with arms outstretched. What he's saying is that you need to be aware that he's with you and that he wants communion with you. I remember as a young man, as a young Christian, you know, that realization that as I'm walking around, I'm just kind of oblivious, doing my own thing, going through life, doing my job, that the Holy Spirit of the living God is inside me. He's with me right now. And I'm so rude to him most of the time. Don't even acknowledge his presence. I mean, some of you would be giving me a fit. You know, if I let you walk in and don't kiss you on the cheek or shake your hand, you know, I'll hear about it. Right? Because that's just the culture. But we do that to him. You go through your day and ignore God himself. Really? That's what he's saying. Be serious about this. Be watchful 
in your prayer. Second thing he tells us here in, in verse 8 of 1 Peter chapter 4 is to love one another fervently. And then he expands on that command a, a little bit. He gives us some examples. But in verse 8, he continues, he says, because love covers a multitude of sins. Love covers a multitude of sins. Now, that verse has been misapplied many times. You know, people will take that and, and think that what he's saying there when, when he says love covers a multitude of sins, that, that we need to cover for one another. You know, if you find out your brother's in, living in sin, cover for him, you know. No, that's not what it's saying. Jesus himself said in Matthew chapter 18, if your brother's in sin, you need to talk to him about it privately because you love him. When you look at the tone of the passage and the context of that passage, Jesus did not say, if your brother sins against you, go and tell him how badly he has wounded you. You know, if, if your sister in Christ offends you, go and put them in their place. Don't let them get away with that. That's not what Jesus said. What Jesus said is go and talk to them in private, and if they repent, you've won your brother. Galatians tells us, Galatians chapter 6, again, that's the same idea that presented in Galatians chapter 6. The reason to confront a brother or sister, someone with whom you have a relationship, the reason to confront their sin is not because you're offended, not because you've been wounded, but because you love them and you care about them and you're concerned. For, if you can go and out of concern for them, whether you feel it or not, because you know it's the right thing, if you can go and, and say, listen, the way what you're doing right now, it's, it's, it's not in your best interest. It, it's in conflict with what the Bible teaches. It's, it's not in harmony with the will of God for your life. It's going to cause you problems. It's, you're going to suffer some consequences, and I don't want to see that. But if you're going because you're offended, don't go. If you're going because you've been wounded, don't go. It's a wrong motive. It's not going to produce a good outcome. But if you're going because you, you're concerned for that person, then yes, you're supposed to go and confront and talk to them about it. You see this? So this passage, love covers a multitude of sins, is not talking about covering up sin. What it is talking about is the fact that, well, let me put it to you this way. Do you understand that my wife puts up with some stuff from me? Why? Because I do my best to love her. I live lovingly toward my wife to the very best of my ability, and she sees that and knows it. So she'll put up with some failures. You tracking with me? Love covers a multitude of sins. I guess, you know, it's a big joke in our family now. You know, about, uh, what was it, two years ago, Elizabeth's young cousin, Lily, many of you know Lily, she was here with us, but Lily's mother passed away, and it had just been the two of them for years, and I just felt real strongly, we need to invite Lily to come over and stay with us for a month. Now, I knew something was up when we went to the Miami International Airport to pick her up for that one-month visit, and she had seven large suitcases. You know, it's like, <laughs> seven? I mean, I moved to Miami. I didn't have seven suitcases, right? So sure enough, she informed us that she was planning to move in, and um, she lived with us for uh, over a year. <laughs> Listen to me carefully. Do you understand in the beginning? I wasn't feeling that. I was not feeling it. I was not feeling it. I'm like, honey, I, you know, I mean, I, we invited her for a month, not a year, you know. And um, no, seriously, I, I was in complete agreement without any hesitation whatsoever with her staying. But it was a shock at first. And emotionally, emotionally, it wasn't what I wanted to do. I don't even know this girl. I mean, I, I felt from the Lord, invite her to come and, and so that we can walk. She didn't know Jesus at all. She didn't have any relationship 
with God. And I felt real strongly that we were supposed to invite her to come and visit. And for Christmas last year, Lily, Lily gave me a Christmas present that she thought was perfect for me. It's a little book, a little bit bigger than this one. Grumpy Cat. That's her nickname for me. Grumpy Cat. Now, that, that, when she gave me that, I knew it's like, okay, we, we've had a, she and I have had a breakthrough. You know, it was like that was for her to be able to give me that as a Christmas present. It's like, she, okay, she must trust me. She, even though she sees me as grumpy cat, she knows I'm not going to devour her, you know, with, in the, with the next bite. She and I have a great relationship today. She loves the Lord Jesus. She's passionate about following him. And she and her husband are naming their first baby Robert. So... And that, what a, right? That's what an honor. What a cool thing. Here's my point. Here's my point. Everybody listen. I didn't do it out of emotion. I didn't, I didn't, it's not like I wanted a stranger living with us for a year. I didn't really know her. Last time I saw her before she came to visit, she was like nine years old in Denmark. Now she's going to be living with us. But I realized this is what God is asking us to do. This is the right thing. And even though I didn't know her enough to really have a heart for her or love her, he died for me. I, I love him. I, I would do anything for him. And so I loved her for him. And love covers a multitude of sins. I could get away with a lot where Lily's concerned today. Do you understand what I'm saying? She'll put up with Grumpy Cat because Grumpy Cat has loved her. And that's what he's telling us here. And he says something that it's easy to miss. He says, be serious and watchful in your prayers and above all, have that fervent love for one another because love covers a multitude of sins. So he, he wants us to live in harmony as his children and he's telling us how to get there. He's, he's explaining to us how to get there. And then he goes on, verse nine, be hospitable to one another without grumbling. Do you understand? That, it's that last part that bites us, right? Without grumbling. Be hospitable to one another without grumbling. I didn't achieve that with Lily. Do you understand? I, I just, I mean, I'm just being transparent with you guys. Yeah, sure. Come on. Seven suitcases. Are you kidding me? Where are we going to put those things? Filled up the storage building with her empty suitcases. You don't have to feel it, but you should keep your mouth shut about it. That's what he's saying. Be hospitable to one another without grumbling. That's an expression of love. This willing hospitality. Then verse 10. In verse 10, he says, as each one has received a gift, minister it to one another as good stewards of the manifold grace of God. Now, in other words, since each one of you has received a gift from God, use it to bless other people. As our time with you today comes to a close, we'd like to thank you for listening to today's message on Main Thing Radio. We hope Pastor Robert's teaching has encouraged you personally and brought you a deeper understanding of your Savior. If you're in the Miami-Dade County area and you don't yet have a church home, we'd love to have you join us here at Calvary Chapel Miami Beach for our weekly services. You'll find our location and service times at MainThingRadio.com, as well as more about who we are as church. Right now, we'd like to take a moment and share how you can be involved in the future of Main Thing Radio. God is using ministries like this one to reach multitudes of people, 
and we feel so blessed to be a part of it. We'd like to ask you to join us in seeking God's will for our ministry. We'd also like to ask that you prayerfully consider supporting Main Thing Radio financially. For donations of $20 or more, we have a special thank you gift to send you. This month, we'll be sharing Spiritual Leadership, Principles of Excellence for Every Believer by J. Oswald Sanders. This book is a great tool for learning about how a person's God-given leadership skills are developed and how using them for God's glory will yield the greatest effects. For more information or to contribute, please visit MainThingRadio.com and click on Donate at the top of the page. Thanks again for listening today. Be sure to tune in again for more from God's Word right here on Main Thing Radio.